Hello everybody, it's your host Marina, and I'm here with Ruben and John. And today, let's talk about love. Yes. Love, this worldwide topic that everybody's trying to figure out. Everybody feels at some point in their lifetime, but now nobody actually knows where it comes from. So many studies have been conducted trying to figure out where it comes from. What is it? Is it dopamine? Is it serotonin? Is it some phenomenon that nobody knows about? What is it? But here we're going to talk about how it, it affects us in the daily life and to you, Ruben. Yeah, exactly like you said. Um, I think if we would start with the question, what is love, then we would sit here for the next two hours and discuss uh, with no result. Um, so I thought maybe we can uh, start by asking the que question, what is actually needed to fell in love? Um, a big question, because I know some persons that that wrote some letters or some messages with which is which with each other so uh, or just uh, spoke on the phone for some times and then there are persons who date for month and there is no relationship so what do you think um what do you think is needed to fall in love well, this is interesting because today we actually have three perspectives. We have a relationship, we have long to, a long marriage, and we have the single uh, perspectives all here in one. Um, we can start with you, yeah. John. What uh, do you feel like? When was it you knew that you fell in love with your wife? Like, how do you define it? Yeah. So first of all, I I just I just show you before we recorded a picture from my from my wedding day. Uh, I will not show it, uh, or we can we can put it out uh, there somewhere. Uh, it's it's been sixteen, almost soon seventeen years ago, and I mean I was a young guy uh, back then, uh, and um, I mean when I met this wonderful lady, her name is Awesome, not Awesome, Osa, Swedish name, but you can you can pronounce it right by Aww. by saying Awesome. Uh, she, um, you know, I, I met her. We, we went on, on a school. Not as big as this, but but a school after after I mean we we were twenty years old and I just saw this wonderful lady and I had a couple of relationships before and what's interesting was that when I had my first love uh, when I was like I don't know fourteen fifteen years old I was how, how do you say when you are like totally into this person uh, blind <laughs> blind you know thinking dreaming uh about this person we went to the same school uh every day i thought about her and, and stuff like that and then we went we be, uh, become a couple and i mean when i was young it, i i quite soon felt that this is not my girl yeah. I, I found uh, uh things in her i mean things that wasn't like perfect of course yeah. So what's interesting was that when when the second the second relationship that I had uh, it was kind of the opposite of the first person, not totally, but some things that I didn't like with the first. I mean, you need to remember I was quite young. Yeah. So, but, but the second one was kind of the the opposite in many things that I, I found uh, disturbing, uh, you know, not disturbing but annoying maybe. And then I kind of made a list. This sounds maybe I don't know old and anxious, but 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 I I made like a list. Okay, the the next one that I will find. Who? What is the? What what are the best uh, things that that's from this person? And I I remember I wrote 
uh, I actually wrote the list. I remember I wrote like, uh, you need to, uh, to love others because I, I saw that that is a person that I really want to be with one that, that love other people. Uh, and also of course, um, good looking. Uh, but also for me back then, the same as it is now are the, the, the core value in life, uh, the, the kind of ground beliefs. So that was also a major thing. And there she was, you know, I found her, but there was one thing that, that, that disturbed me. It was that she didn't like me, <laughs> you know, we went to the same school. We had, uh, you know, lunch every day and you just imagine you have a, a full lunch restaurant, like a, a room, mm. and there are two seats open. There's one seat be, uh, beside me, and there is one like on the other, like uh, in the end of the lunch uh, uh, restaurant, uh, you know, among the teachers or, you know, Garniers or something like that. And she came in late, uh, last person. Where do you think she sat? <laughs> At my side or at the, the teachers? Oh, she didn't choose me, you know? So it was hard for me to actually interpret, does she love me? Mm -hmm. I mean, not love me, but does she like me? Uh, but uh, after a while, when I break, broke the ice uh, and you said, you know, I need to say to you, I, I think you're very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Do you fit to my uh, list? No, I didn't say that, but I thought that. <laughs> uh, and then she actually said, you know, I'm interested in you as well. So we started, I think that was her way to, you know, have like a distance. She, she it was so obvious that I was interested in her. Mm. So she was like, oh, that guy, he thinks she, he thinks he's smart and, uh, you know, funny, but no, he need to rest a little, rest a little bit about it. Yeah. So that is, that is. Yeah. yeah I think we can end it. That was such a sweet story <laughs> already. <laughs> Uh, yeah. which uh, gives me real hope as a singer. <laughs> and but, now you're here like 17 years later yeah. with two, two, three? Three children, three, three daughters. Amazing daughters. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so a little bit uh, just short of, of my background, the reason why I was, I mean, I was only 23 three years old uh, and that is quite young. Uh, why did I, I do that big decision back then? Uh, the, one of the reasons for me, I mean, this is my personal story, uh, is that uh, my parents divorced when I was 11. Mm -hmm. uh, and for me, I, I, I know that there are people that, 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 that um, think that the divorce was a good one. Uh, certainly some of the people that listen to this maybe feel that why didn't my parent divorce? That is better than they screaming and, you know, hurt, hurting each other. But for me, when I was 11, it came like... Um, strike from the heaven. Uh, I know it was like a, such a, a un, unexpected thing. So for me, I remember when I was 12, 11, 12, 13, I, I remember when, when I get older, when I find a person, I will never divorce. That was what I, I back, thought back then. Now I'm 40 years old and I, I ha I'm more humble to my parents. Uh, I'm, I am not so, uh, I understand that they actually went uh, different directions in life's life. And I also can see in my own history that the person I was and, and also was back 2004, 2001, when we, when we first met, 
we are di totally different persons now, totally different. And, and and I think the essence in a relationship doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who, who old, how old you are, or or if you get married, or you start a partner, or whatever. It's about communication. You need to listen, and you need also to not only listen. You need also to talk. So in a, in in a relationship, uh, you need to follow each other. Uh, I have the privilege to uh, have been as, as a pastor in a wedding, you know, standing uh, in that role mm -hmm. in front of two people that want to, to, to uh, get married. And I, I always are so, I'm so interested in their life story and how they met. But I, the one thing that I say to them is, uh, as from my own life, is that you need to communicate, you need to listen, and you need to follow each other. Um, yeah, so that is <laughs> that is some thoughts from my side. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, when it comes to marriage, that's a big scare for me because me too. Um, like my parents divorced when I was like already two years old, and my mom never remarried until like I was ten, eleven, and that was a fail too. So I've been a witness of failed marriages of my own mother over and over and over again. So mm. I'm kind of terrified, but at the same time. As a little girl, society just puts this, you're a princess, you need your prince charming. Mm. You, you're supposed to get married, you're supposed to fall in love and have your happily ever after. And then I look at every relationship around me, in mm. real life, on social media, everywhere. People are miserable. And it scares me when it comes to love because me as a person, I, when I love, I love deep. Like I literally mm. dive and I, I'm such a giver, like I I actually enjoy giving for myself like i like being there for someone supporting and all of that and um also being a product of several breakups myself like i'm a person that really believes in test us safe now like you have yeah. to try your way forward you know like what i want what i thought i wanted when i was a teenager and a boy is not what, what i'm looking now for now and you laughed about your list yesterday i was going through my notes i found that i had a list too <laughs> i forgot about it yeah so today i'm fortunate to be with a person like who actually checked like yesterday when i found that list i was like okay the, my partner right now actually check out every aspect of the list and that makes so much sense why i'm like so in love with him because being a teenager i would have never looked at him like mm -hmm. he's not the type that I would gravitate to. Like as a teenager, I always pictured that tall, handsome, la da 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 da. But my, my guy is great looking, but <laughs> he, he wouldn't please me as a teenager. Yeah. Um, with that being said, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting, like this, like all the perspectives and stuff. And it's still new, like we've only like been together for three, four months, but we're getting to know each other. So it's gonna be interesting to see because up until now, I'm 22 now, and I have never been able to commit in a relationship for more than eight months. It's not that I have commitment issues, it's that when I'm intensively with a person and, and with so much love involved, like we tend to get on each other's nerves. So now I hope this one pins out because mm. <laughs> I'm tired to get in and out of relationships. But, but isn't that one of the biggest things when it comes to relationships, it's how much, uh, I mean, do you dare to, uh, to jump? Are you, are you willing to actually maybe get hurt 
I mean, if you will never get hurt, of course, you should just stay by yourself and be alone. But but if you, yeah, it's hard because uh, you said eight in eight months is is are your relationships. And how long have you been together with this guy now? Halfway, Halfway. <laughs> three or four, four months. Four, okay, so so what what will happen probably? I don't know exactly, but there will be some struggles and obstacles. And and the question is how you two both uh, are you willing to jump, or maybe not? I don't know. For sure, and I've noticed because I tend to have a hot temper sometimes, and Loki he has that too. But I find that compromise is the key to everything because I can find him compromising on aspects in his life to adapt for my life and just witnessing him doing that for me I unconsciously uh, or subconsciously start doing the same back like I can also compromise to fit into his life so it's like give or take yeah so yeah I I understand you on that one I think that's that's a really important thing that you said uh, subconsciously uh, compromising because um, I think it's so important to do it because you like to do it, uh, like you said, subconsciously. I think it becomes toxic when you actually have the feeling that you compromise for your partner and that you think, okay, now I'm compromising and doing this. So I expect my partner to compromise as well. I think then it gets troubling. So I think, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, and, and it's one key to, to relationship or a criteria. <laughs> um, but Ruben, do you have a list? No, and that was like when you spoke. Now I thought like the first first thing I will do when I go home tonight is write a list, and then it, I will be in a relationship with someone. It seems the key to relationships. So yeah, it's to all so singles, easy. just write a list. <laughs> I will do it. I, I promise. <laughs> no, but the thing is with the list, you know. Now, as a single person, especially if you're not actively dating someone, you can actually assess yourself. What are your needs? Because as a human being, you need needs that you can find in someone else. I don't believe in I don't believe in being half and somebody completes me, but I believe that I'm a human with flaws. And these flaws can be completed by someone else who doesn't have these flaws. And maybe I have strength that this person has as flaws. So when you see your flaws and yet when you put the criteria of what you actually need to exceed in your life, to reach the, 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 the vision of your life that you actually want, you, you will find a partner who's adaptable to it, who, who will fit into the pieces. Mm-hmm. Because like, as I said, the, the person I am with now, I would never think of the criteria I actually have on that list when I was younger. So, and that was a list that I wrote when I actually was on my own. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a brief time because I'm always like, I'm actively there. Like, even like before I met this guy, I was like, okay, now for once, Marina, you're going to take time for yourself. You're going to go years without being seeing someone. You're going to focus on yourself, focus on your career, etc. And I don't know where it just happened. So, it's not about having the list in your hand and then jumping about it. Like, as I said, I didn't even know I had the list until I saw it yesterday. But then when you find that list again, you will remember, oh, oh, okay, I have that list. And then you assess the partner you're with and you will get astonished about how much they fit in the criteria that you actually wrote when you were on your own before even met meeting this person to... Because when you meet somebody unconsciously, you're gonna, or subconsciously, you're gonna try to shape your values and your 
desires around that person. Oh, that person have maybe green eyes. Oh, you know what? I really love green eyes now. So when you don't have that filtered, altered uh, position, then it will be very easy. Mm. So just wait for it. That's a really good tip. And I think you uh, already mentioned someone, something really important and something I wonder. And that's the reason that I really would like to ask both of you this question because I know that uh, it would be interesting because you have probably two different perspectives on it. And, and that is the question, how can I develop with my partner and be this and develop my own personality at the same time because i see a lot of uh, a lot of people um among my friends are they are going into extremes they are being one couple and have no own personality or they are yeah it's often often it's a reason to break up because one person has the feeling okay i need to be on my own and I need to, um, yeah, I don't, I can't develop in this uh, relationship. So I really would like to ask you, um, John, <laughs> from the long-term perspective and Marina from the short-term perspective. You know, I, <clears throat> I think that you really need both. You really need to work on your relationship with the other person, but you also need to have space for yourself. So that is very important. Um, because if you do, if you just have one of these two, uh, you will either lose yourself or you will lose your partner. So you need both of them. So um, yeah, that is a short, uh, simple answer. The, the longer and the harder answer is how do you do that? How do you find a way to, <laughs> to, to get to know the other person, but also yourself? Because all of us are moving. You know, we, we cannot say that that person is will answer the same question or the same uh, all over again and and, be, and have the same behavior because we all are are, are um, uh, developing people I mean we are developing as as human beings which means that when 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 we started the relationship together months ago years ago we 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 were one person but now we're a new person I mean not a new person but we change and we change each other as well so in the relationship, um, I mean, in a good relationship, we are, are of course, based on trust. Uh, if you don't feel trust, uh, trust in the relationship, I, I don't think it, it will work. Uh, you need to feel trust um, between each other and also trust yourself. And that is, I mean, it's a hard way, but you need to, again, communication, communication, communication. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Marina? Well, it's very interesting because I've been on both ends. I've been the extremist and now I am the more letting things go because being young and feeling all these feelings and not understanding them and not understand, not knowing myself. I, I was in period, like I was so young. I didn't even know myself. I think it's so important to recognize yourself as a person, to be able to bring somebody on your journey. Um, many people would just like find someone and adapt their lives around the person and how like take it as it comes i'm not the person that take it as it comes even though i try to do and now being in a pandemic and, and all of that like we have to take it a little bit as it comes but when it comes to the personal level i'm so aware of myself and what i want that i communicate it like john said communicate it and i'm the person that whenever i listen to the word yeah you have to communicate better communicate like it feels so 
out there. Like everybody says it, everybody talks about it. I'm like, what is communication? Why should like, how do we do it? And I, with time, I found myself doing it more and more because I've started to know myself and understand myself and where I want to be and achieve with my life more and more. So um, for the recent year, um, every time I've dated, I've actually been open about stuff from the beginning, fr from the beginning of the dating stage, like the beginning of the beginning. Um, I've been open about things that people wouldn't open up about until like they're actually in a relationship or they're actually went down like 10, one year, 10 months, one year down the line. Um, like it's so important to be able to say, you know what, that's how I am. This is what I want. This is, these are the things I'm flexible with, with these are the, the things I'm against. And then if that suits the person, then perfect. Then you can be with that person and you understand each other. You're on the same level. And then when it comes to having your own space and our own personality, as I said, I was once in a time, uh, once upon a time, the extremist where I had relationships where we were actually doing everything together, like everything couldn't move without each other, couldn't do that. Um, and it's so exhausting up until some point. Like you can't think long-term with a person and then think we have to do everything together. Of course, having similarities, having shared interests is very important. So th 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 there has to be a balance where you're not too indifferent and you're not too similar. Because if somebody is the complete opposite of you, it will clash too. Like you will be so different that you won't have interest to bond about. And then if you're the same person, you won't find your identity and then you're going to be lost in the relationship. Um, and there's a fine line between these two. So that's why recognizing yourself and building yourself up as a person with a personality and knowing yourself enough to be able to communicate it to another person is the key for my in my perspective because yeah as i said it's so easy to get sucked up in the entire relationship the dynamic or you have to adapt to your partner and then your personality is lost and whatever you wanted to achieve maybe are compromised because the way life turned out to be with that particular person yeah. wow there was a lot of <laughs> it was so interesting to listen i will uh, definitely go home and uh, write a list but let me end this um, this talk with with a little speech um, from How I Met Your Mother. I guess most of you know it, and from <laughs> Ted Most because he said, "But love doesn't make sense. You can't logic your way into it or out of it. Love is totally non-sensual, but we have to keep doing it, or else we are lost. And love is dead. And humanity should peg in because love is the best thing we can do." And I think that's uh, a lot of two things in this uh, sentence. So, yeah. yeah, thanks a lot for listening. Um, it was a really interesting conversation, I think. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And it would be very interesting to hear people's uh, views yeah. and, and if they have any comments on, on the, the topics yeah. that we talked about today. For sure. And then yeah. there's the, okay, now we round it up, but there's also the scientific part of it that we haven't touched about, about the serotonin and what is actually love? Mm -hmm. What is that force that's mm -hmm. driving everything? But that's a topic for another day. Yeah. Yeah. Have Thanks. a great day, my friends. And remember, you're us, we're you. Bye. Bye.